You're listening to Let's Drone Now, and uh, you were joined by, over to my furthest corner of my room... Tony Still One. And then next to him... That is. And then I'm bright until I fly. Online, the Aussie favourite, he's finally back again. We haven't got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, Chipko. Yep. So. Good old Chipko. And for once, someone who finally matters. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I think you're talking to me. I'm Joshua Bardwell, and I don't have an awesome handle. I just use my name. <laughs> no, that's fine, man. That's, uh, that's legit. And we so are mean. adding to the call. Uh, hang on. And uh, maybe Adam, if we can get it to work, because uh, he wants to come on. Um, right. So, yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, Josh, it's nice to have yeah. you on. It's nice to be here. Yeah, man. Um, I follow you. For anyone who's not in the know, he does a really informative uh, YouTube videos, very, very full of technical and useful information. He covers uh, things like um, BL Heli, um, talks about uh, how, like, P- PID tuning, uh, yeah. a lot of that. Uh, useful. A lot of, a lot of math. <laughs> yeah and um useful like little tricks like lo- light bulbs and you know to stop uh you know drawing too many amps and you know if you haven't quite got your set up right little little useful things so, man what's the youtube name uh it, it's my uh it's my first and last name joshua bardwell j-o-s-h-u-a-b-a-r-d-w-e-l-l and i'm sure we can get that linked to hopefully somewhere uh, for people who can't write real fast. Um, but yeah, it, it was my chat. YouTube channel before I started doing this kind of thing. It was just my YouTube channel where I put up, you know, pictures of my kid. And then when I started posting uh, black box log analysis and uh, apparently people were interested. So now that's now it's pretty much what I do on that channel. Ah, and Adam should be here as well. Yeah, but I didn't want to interrupt someone mid-sentence. No, no, it's fine. Adam's here. Right, we're all here. Uh, Jay, you're going to do a lot of talking. I hope you've got a lot of questions. Oh. Well, I've got quite a few questions about pitch tuning. I don't know if we get stuck yeah. straight into it and get our teeth so, into it or not. Yeah, do you want to tell everyone why you haven't been here, what's been going on, as much as you want uh, to? Or just well, a little... no, I mean, I, I we had a road traffic accident where I was waiting at a T-junction after a lovely spa weekend retreat and, yeah, got smashed into the back, back and had a few back and neck injuries. So I've been out of action. And looking after the uh, other person in the car. But all well. I've been also flying a few things, which is good. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm back, with, you know, for the, the good old long haul sl- uh, now. So Good, good. Yeah. Glad you're all right. Yeah, we missed um, you. How many Joe. times have you been rung up by random solicitors offering to uh, look after you so far? Um, numerous times. And it's already going through its own channels. But, yeah, it's amazing how quick they, they pounce on the, the option well, to just... do it. I, I haven't been in a traffic accident, and I had six of those calls yesterday. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, I've had I've had a fair few of those. Right. So, just before I was mentioning to to Josh earlier, um, is it right to call you that? I, it doesn't really matter. I, or address yeah, you it, by your full title. Oh well, no, that's fine. Know. That's fine. <laughs> Um, right, so uh, good old Dan Upton, who sorts us all out, and he's kind of my, my little technical go guy if like things are a little bit too hardcore. But he goes, yo, if you do get Joshua on the show, can you tell him from me? I'm a big fan of his work. Thank you for your contributions to the community with brilliantly informative videos. I especially appreciate them when I'm trying to explain something to someone and realize me yeah and realize that you've already done a video on the subject and explains it much better than i could and i'm often directing people to your videos slash channel cheers dan thank you thank you for that i really appreciate always good to hear a kind word yeah that's that's my motivation whenever i uh somebody asks a question and i'm like uh i know i'll make a video out of this and that way the next seven times somebody asks the question i can just link the video and eventually i won't ever have to say anything ever again i can just link everybody <laughs> to videos where i already said it <laughs> so so yeah, uh, what do you do if you've got a stray cat in your neighborhood right i don't have a video for that <laughs> not, yet. not yet I've, stray find cat a way. falls into my trap it's on the hill on that link right uh, yeah like i said that used to be just my personal uh youtube channel so you can see uh <laughs> I've raised pigs. I had sheep for a while. Where are you based? Uh, I'm in I'm in Tennessee. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. It doesn't sound very American. It sounds more Canadian. Well, it's, it's yeah. a lot 
There's a lot going on in America. A lot of wide open country. Oh man, it must be nice though, because you get way better flying weather than here. Because we must seem it's, really it's, miserable. I bet you've like listened to the last yeah. couple of months and you've just been, man, do I really want to go on here? <laughs> That's why Jay's here because he's so chippy. Chippy called Chippy Co. Like makes us all happier and more enthusiastic. Um, right. America's got Seattle too, though. You know they've got places which are just rain. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, right. I've got I've got a question. Um, Right, because I've noticed a few things on uh, flight test released a video the other uh, like yesterday, I think, and they were doing like the basic setup of a nays. So they flashed it with clean flight, <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> they said flash like set loop time to one thousand two hundred. I yeah. talked to Dan, and he said, "Look, if you're doing anything basic, you might as well set it to a thousand. Whoever's making that noise." Um, yeah, so Dan said, set it to a thousand, and though your processor won't be synced, it's still running at the same time. Mm. Myself, mm-hmm. I know that 1500's a bad sort of thing to run, uh, so I go kind of in between like the, the 13 or something, unlucky for some. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I go as low as 12. Um, but then if you run Boris, you get sub thousand anyway, so right. Um, and then I was watching Rotor Riot's um, like a little 180 build kind of thing. And they were saying about running the, you know, you could not run, you could turn a few things off and run the loot time as low as 1,200. Because, mm-hmm. right, so a little bit of backstory. I'm a technician. I work for a company called um, Radio C. And we build quads. And we can only do like limited tuning. So I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm sort of like in a room. I can't like throw the quad around too much and i want to set an optimal loop time but i can't flash to boris and you know i just want to set a loop time that will work mm-hmm. so yeah default what can you do i think uh yeah i think that 1200 loop time comes in because somewhere around 1200 1300 is the lowest you can go on standard clean flight on an f1 board yeah. like a naze without uh you know then that's just as fast as it can go um, but I think, uh, what I used to do before I was running beta flight and we got all this acceleration and stuff is I would run a 2000 loop time. Um, I mean, in general, the faster you run, the, the better it's going to change where, where your you know, the aliasing happens. I have mm. a video on aliasing on my channel. If anybody wants to understand, I'm not going to go into that. No, just take explain it a little bit. Just touch well, on it. it. So alias, there's a concept called the Nyquist frequency or the Nyquist limit. Which basically means yeah. that if you're sampling at say 2,000 uh, hertz, then any frequency below 1,000 hertz is going to be captured perfectly, okay. and anything above 1,000 hertz is going to be distorted by something called aliasing, and it's going to basically show up in your lower frequency. So if you have if you're sampling at 2,000 hertz, your your Nyquist limit is 1,000, uh, and if you have a frequency at say 1,010 hertz, you're going to have a 10 hertz basically subtracted out. A 10 hertz like fake frequency in your data that's not really there mm. and it's gonna it's gonna confuse noise. your PID controller yeah so the faster you sample the higher your Nyquist limit and the less aliasing there's gonna be um, but I mean I think there's a little bit of a law of diminishing returns um, and I always just used to set it to 2000 it's a safe if you just I mean if you're like you're in a room and you got to just crank out copters and you got nothing to do just 2000 because those people you're not going for like the ultimate performance anyway yeah. at that point and it's a safe value that's not going to get you in any trouble oh, thanks um, man yeah. there you go yeah so, so, hey. <laughs> but but even better even better would be to run beta flight yeah and then take advantage of all that wonderfulness but, but that may not be the easiest thing from the perspective of yeah you know, newbies making it work. yeah right you know trying to learn like nose in and it's just yeah, exactly, going yeah. at them mm. like full full pitch and then you've got um uh, have you yeah because you know have you ever heard of like oscar lang's blog i think you'd be great on there you know um, he's now got a a new um a new forum and stuff and i think maybe you should contact him and see whether you can put some a few things on there as well because um that's the other thing. I wondered, do you want to start a fight? You know, what do you think? PPM, <laughs> do you reckon it's analog or digital? I'm firmly on analog. <laughs> He's awesome. His, his place is great. Yeah. Um, I make a lot of videos and he more makes blog posts. Um, but he has a, a lot of technical information. He's really good. Mm. 
Yeah, and he explains it pretty well. What's up? I say good old Oscar. Yeah, we, we yeah we we get to fly with him. It's pretty cool. No, uh, really, he's out there. That's yeah, cool. yeah, he's he's he's, he's about, near. Yeah, ten miles down the road. <laughs> yeah, like literally, literally yeah. he's like a couple of streets away. But yeah, he's he's such a good guy. Um, what else have I? Yeah, analog or digital? Answer me. <laughs> Digital with an acceptably high sampling rate. Okay. You'll never know. You'll never know the difference. Traitor. Okay. <laughs> Jay. Uh, well, I ca- I clear. You know, as a caveat, you have to have an acceptably high sampling rate. Yeah. Jay, what what's your take? Analog or digital? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably go on the side of digital, but again, I, you're, you're it probably trees. wouldn't affect me. Yeah. Me. If I just tuned in, I think you're talking about records. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I think it happens in the old LP debate. I have no idea what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, had a, I had a few other, like, you know, um, yeah. So, um, advice on tuning. Oh, that's pretty okay. open-ended. Yeah, well, I don't know. Okay, yeah. well, let, let me step in, because yeah. tuning, as you, as people would have maybe got these things from Jack and built them and sent them out, after a while, people do want that slight bit more performance and that response. From their quads, and I've come from that an age where dissing you there. I would essentially search for PIDs that would work on a frame roughly the same size, roughly the same motors, and everything. And after a while, I'd maybe find something that would work. But I always thought I was cheating, and it's not really the right way to do it. But it's only the way that I've done it, for, and a lot of people have, because it's it's still an art form to actually get yeah. these things yeah, to fly. Yeah, very so very hard. Yeah, it is. You know, because um, like. Some people go with a black box method. Some people just kind of feel it out. And Listen. Yeah, I, I I fly with just such bad pids, you know, because, like, you had... <laughs> Tone, you've had a go of my quads. It was awful. Yeah, and, like, I like it, so it, like, drifts. I, like, honestly, my quad's <laughs> like a drift car. It's, like, it just slides it does. around, and I'm, like, but awful Jack, my rate. bad if that's what you want? I mean, if you like the drift, well, and yeah. it's yeah. cool. But my ESCs don't. <laughs> my ESCs like catch on fire. Yeah, and... okay, that's a kiss for you. Yeah, I, I've always said, I've always said, and I'm going to keep saying that if you like how it flies, that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, the tuning is always in service to the flight experience. Yeah. Except if you're like me and you just love tuning, right, for its own benefit. But if you're if you get pids off online or you throw a dice and you just type them in, if you're happy with how it flies, then keep doing it. Don't let anybody tell you different. Um, but I do have, uh, people asking for pids, like somebody will watch a video of like schizo or steel or final glide and they'll be like, dude, what's your pids? And, and it's, I always feel a little bit silly about that. Cause I think if you're asking for pids to learn, like, uh, like if you show me a, a copter and it's flying a uh, Lux float and the P gain is 6.0, I'm like, well, that's too high. Cause I know there's a range, right? And I've learned that range by looking at other people's values. But if you're just asking for them to copy them in, People are like, well, what's a good PIDs for this frame? And I'm like, well, I don't know. What version of BL Heli are you running? Because it's mm. different. What motors do you have? What, what props, props do you have? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many factors that yeah. if you copy somebody's PIDs and they turn out to fly good, good for you. But it's, you're just kind of lucky and you haven't learned anything in the process. On, only, so. yeah, only once did I, like when I very first started, used some uh, P&I because I was on the KK and that, that worked pretty well. And then mm-hmm. I think I just upped my eye a little bit, and it was it was pretty good, you know. I kind of I've got I've got down the old school method of tuning, but like the new sort of you know smoothing out the in between the P and the I with a D. I never know. I almost always leave the D alone, and then I find myself trying to correct little bits, and it's just not doing it. I've never felt that sort of on rails. Feel yeah, like you have. Brad is his own ways. What I've heard, Josh, I don't know if you any comment on it. He's but... probably going to take you down. He's probably going to be like, yo, <laughs> I'm going to school you. Got me you. D's. I... Drop your D to zero. Brad has loves the D. Up your P's <laughs> until you get isolation. Drop the P down until the isolation calms down. Yeah. Move your eyes slightly and then oh, yeah. bring your D. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's basically right. I think you need to start your tuning with your I and D relatively yeah. low, yeah. Uh, especially D, D because yeah. if your D is way off, it's going to change the way the P. You're not going to be able well, to dial in P correctly. So turn D basically off, like yeah. zero to five is what I suggest. 
and then tune P, and you can look for oscillations on P, and then I use a guideline of maybe 65% of the oscillation point, yeah. which sounds way lower than most people like to run it, but you'd be Especially surprised. Especially with G-Tune. Have you seen some of the things that G-Tune come out with? Come for P? I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of G-Tune. <laughs> what the hell? Which well, half the, time it, half the time it doesn't work nah. at all. <laughs> Kill it with so fire. So it's kind of a coin toss. And then the rest of the time, I don't know. I don't feel like it. I mean, I feel like if you just gave a little effort, I don't, maybe this is not true for everyone, you could probably – G-Tune is going to get you like to 75% of your good tune, maybe 80%. And that's easy. You could do that in 15 minutes if you have just a little bit of knowledge. You could do it yourself, yeah. I think, and not screw around. I think I'm going to watch you said about 65% to the point where you got your oscillation because that is quite low from everything I've ever heard, so – but you think, think that then it's easier to tune in the rest than, you know, from that well, lower value? Well, actually, the, the reason I say that, and of course it's going to be different for every setup, but the reason I say that is that if you get to the point where you have visible oscillations, like you punch the throttle and it goes, it oscillates, right, then you turn it down to maybe 90% of that, and the visible oscillations may be mostly gone, but if you look at the black box, you can see that the P-term is still kind of going crazy, and the motor's... The, the, the signal that the ESC is getting is going crazy. And that creates micro oscillations. It wastes energy as heat. In extreme cases, it can burn up your, your ESCs um, and, and doesn't actually result in a better flight experience. And it, usually you get down to about, say, 65 or 70% maybe of the oscillation point. You still have a very tight, very locked-in copter, yeah. and, and you're not having all those oscillations behind the scenes. And then maybe you could work it up a little bit, you know, and feel out exactly where you want it. But there's there's not visible oscillations still happening under the under the hood, and that's why I say turn it down to like sixty five percent. That's excellent. Yeah, good one. I'll try that. I'm Thanks. just going to be replaying this episode over yeah, and so, over yeah. and being like, take it in. It's like hanging out with Yoda, isn't it? Like the PID. Um, I mean, it's... iTunes do a transcript when you upload it, like. With YouTube, that does a sort of automatic yeah. transcript, and it's appalling. Like it's always. Yeah. Oh, I I think the funniest. Uh, I was at I was at the UK drone show, and uh, you you were you weren't with us, but we went to this pub, and um, Ad, Adam was there with me, and Dominic uh -huh. Clifton was on the dance floor, and Thomas Greer just goes, what? "Oh my god, what? Dom Clifton's dancing!" Oh, well, and then he just the video. Th there was no video, and then. Uh -huh. Because he goes, I wonder if he's tuned his pits for that. And we just <laughs> died. Like, the next 20 minutes, we were crying. It's just like, oh, God. Now, Jack, uh, Jack did something else at that bar. No, no. I've already <laughs> I've already done that. <laughs> I know, but it is still funny. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, what else? Um, have, you, have you... Josh, your channel reminds me of something. Uh, iForce2. Have you ever heard of him? Mm -mm, no. Because, um, like, I would love to, like, recommend you... Because like okay. if you guys like sort of like joined forces, I think you guys could take over the world basically. Because mm. like you and him are kind of like the similar, but he's only just got into um, into BL Heli, but he's got some fantastic kind of builds and that. But you don't really cover your builds that much, like cause you never, I hardly ever see you like do any scratch builds. Like where did you come from? How did you get into the hobby? That sort of yeah. stuff. That's what uh, I want to know. I yeah, I, I, I built my first, uh, it was a flight test electro hub. Hey. In, in, yeah. <laughs> oh man. August. I had the wooden original from that. Yeah. Yeah. With the, with the, with the poplar booms. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It was in August of 2014. And then I got, uh, my first 250 in maybe like a year ago, I guess. I, I didn't look it up, but maybe like a year ago. I don't do a super lot of builds. Um, I kind of have had a philosophy. I'm only just, I've got like three builds I'm working on now, and I'll be sort of posting about them. But I've had a kind of a philosophy of like, I just want to like get this one really, like I don't want to just buy a new, you know the guy who like owns 57 guitars but can't play? Yeah. Right? I don't want, I kind of don't want to be that guy. I mean, if you like, if you like yeah, building copters, I'm not trying to be judgmental. You can but fly. But I kind of <laughs> want to just get good at flying this one copter yeah. before I start branching out. Yeah, because yeah. I'm. I basically want to get like into tuning. I've always kind of shied away from it a bit, and I kind of, I kind of just learned to work with my crummy tuning, and because um, like I think I'm more into acro flying, and 
you kind of need a, a good tune for that. Um, but like racing wise, I, I struggled like to make good corrections and stuff. And I was kind of every time I'd get somewhere, I'd break my quad so badly because I was running a a, Z, a ZMR for ages, you know, mm. and it would just. You know, uh, I I changed the arms, and then when I broke them, I couldn't get hold of them anymore. So I've kind of never, and I I kind of want to just set myself the challenge of being able to tune a quad well enough so that um the the Kiss eighteen ESCs don't explode on me. Because I ran into, <laughs> I, I I was at uh I was with you Jay at the UAV uh thing. What was it called again? Ah, uh, uh, I can't remember the exam. Yeah. The one at the Excel. Yeah, earlier. yeah. Yeah, we went. Yeah, um, commercial UAV show. It yeah, was. it's a good. Hang on, good YouTube channel. I posted the link in the um, description channel. Um, yeah, if you don't mind checking that out, uh, Josh, I think you'll you'll like that. Um, I posted it in the chat as well. Uh, yeah, and I ran into this guy, and I was like, you know, looking at his, he had like a little mini 180, and it was probably some sort of diatone. I was just like, don't you find these explode on you? Because like every Kiss ESC I've had just inflames in mm. seconds, because it's kind of like an in thing. You hear me say all the time, don't be on fire, because yeah. I'm constantly on fire. Yeah, and um, the guy just said to me, no, if you get your tune really well, they they run and I, I really like the feel of Kiss ESCs. Kiss are coming back though, aren't they, with their new 32-bit chips or whatever it is. So yeah. New, they're meant to be the nuts. Yeah. And they have the uh, the new the new 24... Uh, That's it, 24s, yeah. The 24s yeah. have the uh, the telemetry built in yeah. that talks to the Kiss flight controller That's and it. does current sensing and RPM readouts. And yeah. it's that whole, that whole setup is really, really well integrated and really cool. It just costs so much money all the time. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, because we 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 change stuff every five minutes, don't we? Yeah, I mean, speaking of which, Tone, you're gonna love um, Joshua because you're running the infamous Naze Thirty Two. What red? Oh, six. the blow rev up, five. fall out of sky, Rev yeah, Six. Yeah, Rev Six, and he's just getting oscillations he can't get rid of. No, I and I think you've created some sort of war where everyone's slagging off the the Rev Six now, and I I solely blame you. Josh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, and I was just repeating something that I heard. I heard it first from Moto over on the Cyclone thread, and he was talking about why he selected the chip that he put on his new board, and he actually slagged off the it's the sixty five hundred chip, that's I think it, it is, yeah. that's on the Nace thirty two Rev six, and I started looking at it and going, hmm, well, that's interesting, and then I did a rundown of the flight controllers, all the ones on the market, though, the bit the big ones anyway. And I, one of the things I said was, well, look, basically there's so much choice out there. There's no reason to take a chance that this chip ha is going to work worse because you don't have to settle. And I think that kind of got in interpreted into that this chip was bad and worthless and should be rejected. And and then, uh, you know, so eh, I guess people are listening. Yeah, because I, I, now Time Cops stopped making the Rev 5. Is almost like a non-reliable board. Yeah, there's nothing the S out there, is it? Yeah, because like the SB3, I, yeah. I run it. I really like that board. I can get over like the headers that he's used, you know, the plastic, um, oh, what are they, JST connectors or something? M micro, yeah, yeah, micro yeah. things. I can get over that because it's a couple of UART ports. The only one you have to really deal with is the one for your receiver, which is, yeah, it's a little bit of a pain in the ass, but you know what, I can live with it. And and that's fine, but you know the the manufacturing issues on it um, to begin with. Um, there's a lot of clone boards out for everyone else now. Hundreds of them, out there. yeah. Um, you know, like the Tornado is a pretty good board, but you've kind of got to, you know, you got to modify your um, headers for your motor pin, so they're only too wide, so there's no center pin. You've got to add a Palulu. Mm. Um, and it doesn't, and it doesn't do BL Heli pass through, which is yeah. uh, for me. I know people are like, "Whoa, why don't just unplug your ESCs?" But it's really a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I mean, we all want that, don't we? Yeah. Because it's easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. also, do you want another question? I saw a flight test. They set their maximum throttle to two thousand. Yeah, you should always yep. set it to one thousand, two thousand on BL Heli. You reckon? Obviously, obviously, if the ESCs are cool, but 
what do you find that josh 1000 2000 yeah i feel like the number the one thing you got to make sure is that your escs yeah, and your flight it. controller are in agreement and i do yeah. that by doing stick calibration but you can also manually enter the numbers as long as they're in agreement the only thing you're changing is the resolution of the channel yeah. and the difference in resolution between you know whatever 1050 1850 and uh, 1000 2000 is minimal so it's it doesn't i like round numbers so i go 1000 2000 but it doesn't really matter because we i me, me and dan are into this little habit where we we set our minimum throttle to 10 to 15 above when the motor starts yeah, that's what spinning I do. And yep. apparently, it's got nothing to do with that. No, it's to do different. with the parameters of the BL Heli. The well, uh, but don't BPM don't confuse. Yeah. So, and this is a topic I could yeah. talk about a lot. I made a like a half hour long. He's gonna video. kick off. That's it. I've, I've done it. But don't. I won't. I won't. No, come on, please. <laughs> That's don't why you're here. The, there's the input side and the output side of the flight controller. Yeah. And the parameters, the parameters in Clean Flight are really poorly named because it's not. It's really easy to confuse them. Yeah. But on the input side, you have um, you have. Uh, this is oh, where he's quickly opening configurator to have a look. Yeah, I was saying, uh, you know, on the output side, you have min command, min throttle, and max throttle, and yeah. that's from the flight controller to the ESCs. And then on the input side, you have your channel endpoints and your, and your min check and your max check, yeah. and those things often get mixed up and confused, and they're they're actually completely independent Super. of each other. So what you said is correct, I think. Um, Find the point where your motors wow, begin right. to spin and add 10 to 15 to that just to give a little bit of headroom, and that's where min throttle should be. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Cool. Because I, I, I found, like, the best. Because, like, I, I, set up, um, I set up someone uh, with a dodo and um, with, a, with a pass to throw. Arm switch, and it armed, and the takeoff was really not smooth until I made that modification of adding... Mm. Five, uh, you know, five or ten to, yeah, to that it would take off really horribly. Who's that on the mic? I don't know who that is. Uh, so Josh, do you check as you run one thousand to two thousand? Are you using min check about one twenty, or are you keeping default? So I, I like to have min check. So again, uh, don't don't mix up uh, min min command no, and sorry, max throttle, which are the output side. <laughs> On the input yeah. side, your input channel side, endpoints are default to 1,000, 2,000. Yeah. And you can change that using the RX range command. But the default, I like to have min check as low as possible because no, uh, there's dead band at the yeah. bottom of the throttle stick. So the higher min check, the default min check is like oh, 1,100, one. I think. Yeah, and that's to, that's to cover just ridiculously... Well, basically, it's 11% that... of, of your throttle exactly. dead band. Exactly. You don't want that much dead band. So I no. think I run something like 1025. Okay. Um, yeah, back to reliable flight controllers. I'm thinking about there's a lot of clones out there, especially for the Dodo. And I've already got one. Yeah, we're, we're struggling with the, the you know, like voltage, the onboard voltage. Um, you know, you plug in uh, VBAT to it, and then it's meant to give you 5 volts. That's not happening. Some of them, the throttle pass-through isn't happening. Uh, Dominic has released a new uh, SP3 Mini. Um, Lumineer's, Lumineer's new board. I don't know much about that. I don't what about you two? I don't think it's doing pass-through. I'm not 100% confirmed, but if a Lux board's not having pass-through, then to be honest, that is a really, again, that's a really bad mood. And again, that chip, I think, Josh, they put the 6500 in it, haven't they? It does have the 6500. Yeah, which is noisy. It, so it's, it's still debatable whether that is actually going to have a negative uh, flight performance effect. Yeah. I actually have a Lux uh, that I'm putting in this latest build that I'm doing, that I'm going to be doing some testing on and seeing you know, what I can come up with. Um, is that pass-through? What's know? that? Is that pass-through, do you know? BL it does have, so it uses the virtual COM port, oh, the VCP, and so it will do pass-through, but you need to use an FTDI adapter hooked up to a UART. I think yeah, it's UART 1, UART 1 by default. Yeah. And if, so most of us wouldn't call that pass-through because no. we expect pass-through through the USB port, which is, I yeah. think. But I think they're working on that in software right now. That's a software problem, not a hardware cool. problem. And it, so we could see it solved in a future version of Clean Flight or, BL Heli, or uh, uh, Beta Flight. Yeah, that is, that is a useful thing to know as well. If you rip off your USB header you can with the tx rx 5 volt and ground you can still connect to your nase board 
using an FTDI adapter as well through because you know the UART is shared so it's that's quite handy um it sucks though for when you uh when you've got the OSD running and you plug in try and connect <laughs> that's a total pain in the butt but um any yeah what else are you looking forward to uh, and like working on new technology wise is you know other than the the Lux float board yeah uh another thing i have coming up is um i have some uh, so i've always been curious about these new high voltage lipos right uh instead what, of going to um graphene graphene ones yeah no no not the gra actually not the graphene ones oh. that's different i actually just learned about those and they're they seem exciting too i'm talking about the lipos that instead of charging to 4.2 volts per cell they charge to 4.35 volts per cell oh what the weird overcharge ones that yeah, you need a special yeah, yeah. battery charger for yeah oh so, man i've forgotten about them <laughs> i was like New battery charger. So what, what, what are they going to do then for us? Well, I mean, so you have another uh, 1.5 volts per cell. Mm -hmm. So, you know, multiply that by four for a four cell. And then, so if you think about uh, the, the, the wattage of the battery, the watt hours, you know, watts equals amps times volts. So if you have more volts, you have more Whoa, watts. Maths on let's drone out, man. Yeah. <laughs> what, what and the then heck? also you have your motor's KV rating, right? So you have a 2000 KV motor. And that means it's 2,000 RPMs per volt applied, which means that if you apply another, you know, uh, 1.5 volts per cell, you're getting more RPMs out of your motor. So basically, you have more power, higher voltage, less sag. That's the promise. Um, and I have some of those coming in the mail. I'm going to do a side-by-side -side test of a, uh, of a Nanotech uh, 1865C, which by all rights should be a good battery. I mean... And a uh, and a, one of the Hobby King Bolt uh, high voltage eighteen hundreds, and I mean the, the high volt one should kick the other one's butt, but we'll see by how much. What are you doing, Josh? You test on a high KV, did you say? Sorry. Well, the high voltage one should make more KVs because it's higher voltage. Okay, cool. And I'm yeah. just gonna put them on. I, I mean, I don't do a lot of bench testing like uh, like Quad McFly does, you know, um, or Engineer X. I mean, I I do a little bit, but. I'm probably just going to stick them on a copter and fly them around and maybe like do some timed laps or something. Yeah. I mean, the difference, hopefully the difference will be really clear. If it's yeah. not, if it's like tenths of a second, I'm, well, then don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just look, you know, just find one way of like keeping the consistency, you know, and then. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's the only thing because like a lot of reviews are like, well, it no. feels different and it's like. Yeah, no, I try to I try and keep my stuff sort of technical and quantitative. Nobody wants to see me go, you know, oh yeah, got a lot of punch, feels good. You know, anybody can do that. I'm not, you know, um, but um, I try. So I'll try and keep it like scientific. It's just probably not going to be like bench testing stuff because I probably I just not set up for that, and I probably just rather stick it on a copter and go out and fly. But I mean, things like um, you know, flight time, and I think I'm I have a, a couple of laps I do around my place that I'm pretty good at. So I think if I should be able to do, you know, like the like the um, like the Top Gear guys, you know, I'll just take it out to the track and do laps and see what's yeah. faster. And then race it against the train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or a um, Eurofire. <coughs> That's our answer to everything. That'd be cool. <laughs> I know that would be wicked. Um, and then, I... then punch your colleague in the face, of course. Oh, um, by the way, Tone got a nice little hoo-ha for you, just to excite everyone. Um, a, a friend of mine goes um to go-kart tra track and stuff and uh apparently these guys are really interested in letting a few of us like rip around there awesome yeah that i knew that like a little good... smile on your face <laughs> that sounds like a good day or night or evening yeah. whatever that yeah. sounds really fun so poor tony's been sat here for the last 20 minutes looking slightly confused and we've been like trying to draw diagrams of like kv how fast it spins i know what that is you idiot <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> can't help but wind him up um do you do you miss multi wee old or you know do you like multi wee rewrite or you're a totally flux man? Lux float, flux. I fly. Flux I fly float. rewrite. Um, I started flying. I flew lux for a little bit and I then I switched over to rewrite because the big thing with rewrite is that if you like if you're using MWSD to adjust your pids with rewrite you have more resolution because it's um, like on lux float if your pid is one point two it's going to show up as twelve in the OSD. And so you can go from 12 to 13, but 
Luxload actually yeah. uses a lot more decimal points than that. So you don't have a lot of granularity in your tuning. Um, so that was mostly just laziness that I started doing rewrite instead. But then it turns out, according to Boris, that as of today in Betaflight, like under the hood, Luxfloat and Rewrite are like identical. The only difference is that the numbers scale a little differently, but yeah. in terms of flight performance, they should be the same. Lu so I just stick with Rewrite. Uh, Luxfloat. Everyone should use Rewrites. I've never not used Rewrite. I, I love, me me and Jay, we're like multi-wee guys, man. I had a flip 1.5, yeah. man. Like I, I, I started on one of those with my Electro Hub hey. at a multi-wee. Yeah, I, I went over to there for not that long, but, you know, I really did, uh, like, the multi-wee, the way it flew was like nothing else, you know, it was just like, you realise how slow KK was, you know, mm -hmm. like, you almost were mailing commands to it <laughs> and waiting for it to, like, squawk it back to you, like, <laughs> so. After you know. Yeah, they were clunky, but, I mean, I never looked back, I used multi-wee for a good year or so, really, I loved it. Even setting GPS up on it, it was hit and miss, but it was a good board, very good board. I um. And again, you still had the phone issues though. So yeah. They're, they're always there. Yeah, we we just need like reliable boards and everything to get working out the woodwork. We're in a really weird time right about now, but um, Jay, you'll be happy. I've got managed to get a old U Block Six working with um a nice fall on a funny enough electro. Uh, electro hub in a dead cat configuration so if you with a dead cat yeah yeah so dead cat layout if anyone wants to look that up on old flight test but yeah it's not we, a real dead cat by yeah, the way yeah no. tony's a vegan. Do you know why they not call... like that dutch guy yeah 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 That's is why. that why they call it a dead cat yeah because that guy stuffed his cat into a, a quadcopter and that was the first time yep. they did that layout yeah orville <laughs> yep he wanted to fly with the birds <laughs> Terrible. he kept the cat in a freezer for a year though before he decided what to do with it That's yeah. probably yeah some it, people mental. and that ran that, that ran on a kk as well and the um dc 720 motors you know like the yeah. old school that's the thing to talk about what board it used, not the fact that the man decided he wanted to have a floating cat. Well, you know, like, yeah, that's for the mainstream media. We're on Let's Drone Out, you know. What ESCs were in that cat? <laughs> what was what was powering that dead Actually, cat? You're right, in fairness, it was the first thing I wondered about. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know have everything. Seen, did you see the ostrich that he did? Indoor, by the way, Chris. No, uh, no, I've seen the little tricopter rat. <laughs> well, they had both of them at a TV show pilot up in Manchester, and I've seen all the flesh fly, but this, this uh, ostrich where their head actually gets attached on, it's, it's a surreal experience to see it getting put together before it flies. But it's making an ostrich fly, so... Yeah, that's no, uh, an achievement. Yeah. Jay, I'm not talking to you anymore, Jay. <laughs> I'm just saying what You're I You're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> I don't agree with it necessarily. If it died of the natural causes, then it's... Well, when you go, we're going to fly you around then, Jay. Is that all right? <laughs> no, if I go with natural causes. Yeah. Just just to ah. piss Fabby off, I'm going to go down this route. Tricopter? Josh, you ever flown one? I have never flown a tricopter. And I will tell you, and I feel bad about this because... Uh, I, I got into RC uh, multi-rotors about the same time David Vingestall was on flight test. And I, I have a real soft spot for David Vingestall. But he flies tricopters and he loves tricopters. And I saw one of his videos he released, which was like a, a, a highlight reel. And the tricopter looked like it was flying terrible. It had yaw wobbles all over the place like the servo was hunting. And I just thought in this day and age, I mean, it used to be if you wanted yaw performance, you got a tricopter. Because yeah. we didn't have good ESCs with good braking and, and all that stuff. And quadcopter yaw performance was terrible. Mm. And in this day and age, when we have such good yaw performance out of quadcopters, I just don't know why anybody would fly a try unless you just love it. Uh, so, so I feel Jack, bad. Can I talk to us about your try? Well, well, I'm going <laughs> to... I've done it I need, I need to know, was it the Norway one where he's like flipping down a mountain stuff, the small... Yes, yes, yeah. that was the, I think that was the one. Yeah. And I'm watching it and going, I want to love this because I like David. I think he's cool. But the flight performance just looked terrible right, to me. So everyone chill the f*** out, right? <laughs> that was the mini tricopter when it first came out. And as you know, tricopter code is never, is always slower 
than quadcopters because everyone's uh, running quads and the 250s right. and he was basically like the first yeah the first person to make a mini tricopter so now we've got something called uh, well we've got a fork in the clean flight it uses boris b's filters and hex but it's called tri float and we're doing little things like running our servers servos on higher voltage who's that noise adam is that you what yeah, noise. Yeah, Adam it is. eating crisps yeah. or something. So Adam noise. doesn't have any crisps. Adam would really like some crisps. Oh. Is Adam rummaging in a bag? No. <laughs> Moving around headphones or something. Anyway, you've really upset. You've upset. Yeah. Um, I'm, Jack. I'm so sorry that you're telling me that one of the people on this on this broadcast actually was involved in that exact video that I insulted. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite, but no. But, but Jack loves but, uh, tricopters. Here's what I can say is, and I, this is what I said when I watched the video. I said either this is the best it can do and it's just bad, or the video was released prematurely and it should have been held back until it was tuned up a yeah. little bit. He, he just didn't. Yeah, he put up a post saying, "Look, you know, it's not, it's not. I'm not that happy with it. I can <laughs> release it, you know." And everyone stepped up. Uh, Luke Lucra. Um, worked on the code really hard and like everyone in the community agreed that you know release it and we'll all kind of work on it submit our black boxes and it now we're now on tri-flight 4.0 but i'm gonna it's really good i'm gonna throw it back to you then so here's my question back to you is since your performance is so good on many quadcopters and multi-rotors now yeah why why fly a tricopter sell me on a tricopter what's awesome about them um what what's awesome about tricopters you really um, like replacing servos <laughs> no i'm sorry. well no i mean now we have got like you know protected serv servos now that like give out on a crash i can't remember what what they're called now um it's yeah it is just the way they fly it's they're more sort of like a plane would you say i'd probably like them wouldn't i yeah because i like that glidey swishy yeah they're quite kind of they're fly. quite swoopy swooshy and that and i was the thing was i had that i was on tri flight version two and i was at the fossil event with you and everyone was saying wow it flies really smooth but i still felt that sort of like finding that sort of like wiggling back and forth in the mm. tricopter through the fbv yeah. but um you know obviously they're lighter you, you've only got three motors three esc three escs um, you know, uh, you've got something called like tail tune now, and they flip kind of differently. They act really differently, and they're not sort of they're not on this sort of like pivoty kind of plate yeah. way. You can really sort of like bank them in and stuff. You have to let me have a go, Jack. Yeah, please do. Like I've 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 got it I've got it sorted now. It's just it is just different, and when you get them going and tilting forwards, it's kind of it's scary because you, they're harder to stop. Okay. They just they just go. They're like well, they're I'm a not bit worry of, about that because you sure. Yeah, was. yeah. It's a it's a commitment. Like you know, you kind of commit to fly with a tricopter. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know. It's just like all, all the adrenaline of getting behind a crashing um, aircraft. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's on a rocket really. It really is like you know, it's not. You know. It's, it's different. I think the orientation Try of a tricopter line of sight is pretty good compared to a quad because it's easier to lose orientation yeah. of a quad with no lights than it is a tricopter. I don't. So I think that's the other aspect that you're talking about one line, line of sight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Just for yeah, if I was, you know, that's the only advantage I've ever seen of a tricopter over a quad, and I've I've never flown a tricopter in my life, but I've always preferred quad myself. The people like flying line of sight. I I think it's yeah, it's quite enjoyable. Is it? Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I can't oh, do it either. One of those two. <laughs> I, mean, I, can, really, Josh. I can. I can. I can hover, and I can fly figure eights and very, very basic. My problem is that if it gets far enough away, I just lose. I cannot keep orientation. Mm -hmm. And I've tried colored props, and I've tried lights, and I've tried all kinds of things. I just can't do it. It's something I in my can't brain. do it, and I don't find it enjoyable. Um, well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for mini quads. No, don't bother with line of sight. You can't tell. They're just a little dot in the horizon. You know, they're not designed 
you I know. can only just do it from a phantom. Yeah. And you need to keep... Even the really big pro gigs, uh, you know, you know, the, the ones, like you say, the phantom or the Inspire lights, they're impossible to see as soon as you get, what, 200 metres away. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Not that so, you should be flying any, any further in this country. Um, and also, it, what helps is staying with the forward momentum. There's a guy who's got a video on YouTube. I think I posted it in the Useful, and it's basically you keep moving forward, and then, like, your and roll to one side and then as soon as it starts moving on that way then you know what direction it is so you kind of like bank off in, you just pick a direction bank off see what it does and then you know what it is but <clears> the sort of it's the forward momentum it's like stick memory yeah you just keep going forward and then you know that's the direction that forward is because that's you know you you stay on that all the time until it's going further away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, well, you, yeah, then you bring it round to you. You know, you just remember that yeah. you're. I, I always had the problem where if it was far enough away, I would think I would not be able to tell if it was pitched towards me or away from me. And waiting for it to get smaller or larger mm-hmm. takes a it's bit a, of time. It's terrifying, isn't it? It's terrifying. And then, yeah. and then I'd be like, I think it's pitched away, so I'd pitch it towards me. But then it would turn out that it was pitched towards me, so now it's coming faster. Yeah. And then I would just get completely disoriented and crash. <laughs> um, yeah, my friend Adam's bought me a nice little present for, um, you know, like when you fly an FPV and you kind of like lose where you are to get back home. He's bought me like a fluorescent jacket. So I've got to like write the words like return to home jacket on the back of it, which is quite funny. So oh, you just cool. see like this fluorescent jacket. Um, Can I um, just butt in here? and? Yeah, carry on. And I just wanted to say the Event Horizon is starting to go on sale now. Um, it was in the Drone magazine this week, I think. It's this month's one. Get your orders in. Get your orders in to fossilstuff.com. The your issue that was wasn't. It was a dodgy flight controller, which I got. So there is no your issue. We found that out when we went to Fosterville. Yeah. About a couple of weeks ago. Maybe maybe Martin can hook Joshua up with a transatlantic um, uh, event. Yeah. event horizon. Event maybe, horizon. Yeah. He can do like a little, yo, this is how you tune something like this. That'd be good. Be good for everyone. But yeah. I think the tune Johnny got on his, I mean, he was flying fantastic that day. So Don't upset him by copying his PIDs. You'll make him <laughs> yeah. mad and you'll never want to come no, on I'm again. just you saying know, that I, I had a dodgy flight controller, setup. so... Yeah. If they have the exact same setup, yeah. then you can copy their PIDs, and I won't get mad. Like the like the Vortex Pro and the Pro Tune. Well, that makes sense. What's it's the, the point? It's got its own profiles for copying pids. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fly like Boris. I'll select Boris. Yeah. Uh, It'll instantly make you Danny. as good as whoever you're copying them from. Well, or as bad. Could be as bad. Um. Yeah. So. Josh, definitely check out the iForce Two guy because he's even he's even made like a little motor mixing um, mm-hmm. program where you can tap the arrow keys um, yeah. and then it will insert motor one and then tap it whether it goes clockwise or anti-clockwise and then all you do is measure from your center point of your craft so you can make any configuration. Doesn't work for yeah. tricopters, but you know. Look at you! I'm yeah. surrounded by bigots. Do you want to? Do you want to hear something else controversial? Uh, yep. Uh, I thought you would. So I am not. Uh, I don't think that motor mixing is necessary or useful for flat quads. Yeah. As long as your motors are rectangular, yeah. Don't bother with mixing. If you have um, if you have like a dead cat style, or especially if you have an A tail or a V tail or something weird like that, then you need motor mixing. Yeah. But a lot of people uh, with with just you know they just were flying an H quad and they want to do a motor mix. Pointless. And I, it's, it's just still it's an X. Yeah, but don't you find a little bit of a difference in between your and pitch, maybe? Well, yeah, but that has to do with the weight distribution, not the motor ah, spacing. Mr. CG. It's because the and I to give credit, I would like to give credit to the person who gave me this idea, but I. I think it, maybe it was Quad McFly. I'm going to attribute the wrong person, and I apologize. I didn't come up with this idea. I think it was Quad McFly, though. 
He said, I've ran all the math, and it turns out that the further the motor is from the CG, the longer the lever arm. So this idea that you need more force when a motor is further away is negated by the fact that the lever arm is longer. Yeah. And yeah. it all it all exactly cancels out pretty much. And so what you're really doing when you change those pids or the the mixer rather is you're adjusting, you're compensating for the the weight distribution. It just coincidentally so happens that most of these copters that you it works out the same. But in fact, I I think you should just leave your leave, use the Quadex mixer and then just adjust your pids and your your pitch may be higher than your roll and that's fine. Just figure it out and don't mm. mess with the mixer. That makes a lot of sense. Oh look, two two tellings off in one episode. This what? is I, I think everyone will want you back. Just put <laughs> me in my place. Oh, uh, if I wasn't a tricopter bigot. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. Funny. Yeah, you'd be get, all right. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. Tricopter bigot. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. A picture I... of a tricopter with a big slash through it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll convert you, man, honestly. I look forward to it. I'd yeah. love to fly. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to send you a servo? Because I will. That's <laughs> I, all it will take. I do, I do own servos. I used to fly fixed wing. I oh. say used to. I mean, technically, I still own fixed wings. I just never fly them because <laughs> I'm always yeah. Traitor boy Jack's gonna start flying fixed wings. Aren't well, you? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make a wing with always Dan. Dan. Yeah, me and Dan, bromance, wingmance. Oh, right, should we wrap up? So, can I just say another Event Horizon thing? Oh. The first twenty are gonna come with flight controllers and cams. So, if you want to order now, do it because you get them two bits free for the first twenty. Okay. And, We've all uh, rushed to order them. That's why it's all gone silent. Right, thank you for tuning in to Let's Drone Out. Uh, I've been joined by, in my far corner... Tone Star 1. Next to him. That is... Insightful little nuggets in and there. <laughs> uh, on the interwebs, uh, the happy-go-lucky, splighty... Well, you, everyone knows. Come on, Chip. Ah, uh, Chip K, yeah. Yep. See ya. And uh, Mr. I Write Books, the guide <laughs> to absolutely everything... Thank you, Adam. Uh, Adam Juniper. And, yep. I'm assuming with me. My yep. next book is um, in Amazon now, by the way, since we're <laughs> plugging stuff. <laughs> do it, do it, man. And I'm the tricopter fag, Jack, <laughs> bright until I fly. I love you, David. You said it. Tricopters forever. Let's drone out. <laughs> and thanks, Josh. Yep. Thank but, you guys for having me. Yep. Thanks, Josh. No worries. Thanks, uh, will Josh. you be That's back? Did you have fun? Thank you. Uh, will you be back? Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I love to talk. Uh, my wife loves that I have this channel now so I can talk to all you guys on the internet instead of boring her. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I think you've made some friends, though, definitely. The chat, the chat's you. Love, loving you. Great show. I've learned so much. Yep. Loads of stuff, man. So you're very welcome back. I want you coming back, crawling back, being like, I'm sorry about tricopters. <laughs> I am learned, converted. Awesome. So if you want to come I've back, get some tricopter action. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. Keep flying. We're take out. Care. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Telemetry lost.